First off, create an LLC that will hold the property. And then that allows you to write off expenses such as mortgage interest, property taxes, repairs and maintenance, insurance and management fees. And uh, that's just to start. Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast, your daily guide to financial freedom through real estate. I'm your host, Jocelyn Kaufman, and I'm here with my co-host, David Robinson. And today, David and I are going to talk about basic tax strategies for new investors. David, do you want to kick this off? All right. So very, very basic level tax strategy is most of the time, not all the time when you're first starting, but it's advisable to create an LLC that you will use to protect yourself when buying a rental property. So you can protect yourself from an asset protection standpoint, a liability standpoint, but also there's some benefits because an LLC is a business and business has certain write-offs that uh, you can attribute uh, or expenses that you contribute to that business that can also be tax write-off. So um, you're going to first off create an LLC that will hold the property. And then that allows you to write off expenses such as mortgage interest, property taxes, repairs and maintenance, insurance and management fees. And uh, that's just to start. There's some other ways that you can uh, write off some of those expenses as well. And uh, Jocelyn, I think you have one that that you'll talk about here too. Yeah. And to the LLC point. So I have um, like 10 different LLCs. <laughs> Every single one of my properties has its own LLC. That LLC has its own bank account. So every expense that I have for each property is running through the bank account associated with the LLC. And that makes tax time so much easier. Um, and also if I ever do get audited, I'm not worried because I have everything tracked and um, I made sure that everything was going to the right places. So I can't stress enough how important it is to have each property have its own LLC. If you're a new investor, that might be a little bit more challenging because oftentimes if you're, especially if you're getting a regular um, conventional loan, you're not going to be able to put it directly into an LLC. Um, after you close, you might be able to transfer the property into an LLC through the state. I've done that before. It's not that hard. But um, until you get to like commercial investing where it's five or plus units, they're not going to let you hold a property just under an LLC. So once you do get to that point, do it that way, because I have a few properties that don't even show up if my credit's pulled because they're strictly under the LLC. And then I have a couple properties that are fourplexes that show up on my tax return, but they are held under LLC, but the loan is under my name, if that makes sense. And then a tax tip for um, new investors is traveling. Anytime you're traveling for real estate, you can write it off. So for instance, I have some out-of-state properties. So every time I go out of state, I'm writing off the miles, the airfare, any food that I get, you can write off half of the food, any of what you're eating while you're going to that place. If you have a rental close to you or in driving distance, still you can write off your miles to and from. Anytime you're getting like dinner or lunch to or from there, you can write off half of that. And um, if you go to like a conference, a real estate conference, usually you can write that off as well. And so just keep in mind that most of the time, 
if you're traveling for real estate or if you're going to a conference or you're going to look at houses, you can write off those expenses um, and that can make a huge difference come tax time. David, can you think of anything else? Uh, yeah. So I guess the last piece that I would add is the depreciation piece. And mm-hmm. so um, investors should know that residential real estate is depreciated over a 27 and a half year time frame. Um, so you can take what they would call straight line depreciation. So the, the, the asset is depreciated over that full 27 and a half years. There's also a strategy known as accelerated depreciation, which we're not going to go into a lot of detail today, but just know that it's a potential option in the future. And that requires getting a study done from an engineer. It's basically a, a cost segregation study. And it's an analysis done by an engineer that you would pay a fee for, but then they can break out the components of that asset that can be depreciated on a faster pace. So if you're only holding an asset for you know three to five years, well, then you can depreciate that full amount or at least a significant portion of the asset. Instead of 27 and a half years, you can really accelerate that, which can make a big impact on you know totally offsetting any income that you're generating from that asset. So not going to go into the details of that today, but just know that it's a potential option for you in the future. And if you choose not to accelerate the depreciation, then you still have the straight line depreciation over 27 and a half years, which can you know have a big impact on even just the rental income that you're generating from that property. Yeah, that's a great point, David. And there's so much that we can talk about when it comes to tax strategies that we could sit here and talk for hours and hours, but we'll definitely do more episodes down the line with 1031 exchanges and why you might want to access that capital with a cost seg study um, off the bat. So stay um, tuned for those episodes down the well, line. And, and, and I will put my plug in here that we are not CPAs, accountants. <laughs> so this is where you go. And one of the, you know, the key tenants of being a real estate agent or excuse me, a real estate investor is finding a good real estate uh, CPA that can help you with your investing. Yeah, for sure. And um, also don't be afraid to have those conversations with your CPA. Um, you could even throw us under the bus, say, I heard this on, you know, some real estate podcast and actually start that conversation. And hopefully your CPA can explain those things to you. And if they can't, then maybe find a new CPA. So um, always get advice, find a new CPA, pay them well, and um, you know create that relationship with them. Uh, well, that's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com. And make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow.